0: Hello everyone, this is Kira Oliver with another episode of You. Want to live happy and free? Create you, your own utopia. By learning how to think differently, it will change your life in ways you've never imagined. This is for you if you truly want to live a lifestyle that feels good. Hi everyone I am so excited to have Haley Rowe here today this woman is amazing she's a business marketing strategist for coaches and service providers who want to gain more clients online grow their business to full time and in her words rock their sales without self-doubt and as you guys know I talk a lot about self-doubt and that little voice in your head and I'm sure we're gonna dig into that a little bit Uh, She shares her business, marketing, mindset, and sales tips on her Health Coach Nation podcast. You have to go listen to it. And in the Health Coach Nation Facebook group, since 2010, she has been working in the coaching industry as well as in business development and marketing for several wellness companies and startups. So obviously, she and I have a lot in common. She's a certified behavioral change specialist in human potential coach. Oh my gosh, I love that. Her philosophies, by changing your thoughts, mindset, and habits, anything is possible. Uh, Gosh, I would almost think that we were sisters here uh, hearing that.
1: Haley, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So I want to hear, first of all, where are you from? I am from Barrington, Illinois, which is a Northwest suburb in Illinois. Uh, about 45 minutes away from Chicago.
0: Okay. And and so how, what size is that? Is this a big town, small? What What is that? I'd
1: say it's moderately sized. It's not a tiny town, but it's, you know, it's not huge. So. Yeah. Okay. Great. There, I'm mean, going to, I switched my view
0: here because um, I want to be able to see you side by side. There we go. So um, we are recording here guys, and we're going to dig in a little bit. I want to hear about Haley, your personal story. Like, I mean, we talked uh, in the, your bio about the startups, but what led you to something that you're obviously very passionate about?
1: Yeah. So I originally, it's been a, a road. My entrepreneurship journey has been a lot of different things that have led up to where I am today. So I originally started in 2010, just starting to love wellness, falling in love with fitness was like my gateway into health and mindset and personal development and I started out teaching fitness classes, selling fitness products, um, you know, getting my nutrition background, all that stuff and I really enjoyed all of that but I realized that the certification programs didn't necessarily teach me how to run my business, how to get over, you know, sales fears, things like that. So I was kind of just like, how do I actually um, grow this? And how do I have my own thing? And how do I set up an LLC? And what am I doing? And so I um, went to, I studied entrepreneurship in school and got to go to Los Angeles, uh, Loyola Marymount University, a beautiful place. And I loved it. I fell in love with, that was my gateway into loving marketing and business. And I realized I actually liked that slightly more or evenly to health and wellness and so um i was partially doing it too to teach myself if i wanted to run my own health and wellness business how to do that so then i started working in um wellness startups and companies because i felt i wasn't fully ready that's a common belief we all have right we're never fully ready like i'm not ready to run my own thing full-time right now. I just want more experience. I want to learn from the experts. I want to, you know, figure out what they're doing to market, uh, how they're doing everything, how being led by a leader, right? And so I started working for several different companies over time. And um, one of the companies that I worked with, they were a great company and they were doing a lot of really cool things, but there was a lot of um, trouble that came up as far as just getting approved for things where where they were gonna have their local brick and mortar center, Um, just delays. A lot of people hired and it was too fast, too much, too soon. And um, the entire company just put everything, let go of everyone, put everything on hold, including myself. And this was right around a time when I had just been told I was possibly getting a promotion Um, I had signed a year lease to stay living in Los Angeles because I thought you know this was going to keep going. Uh, I had found out that my roommate was actually um, being dishonest about a a lot of things (laughs) and so I was trying to move out from that and it was just I I had been I moved across the country for this job. I had um, you know been giving it my all I put coaching completely on hold because I didn't have time to be doing that while I was wearing many different hats and it was an amazing experience I I got to it was like a crash course in everything I felt like I needed to <laughs> all be at the good. same time yeah yes all at the same time and so what happened with that was obviously you know I was bummed but I also realized I don't want to I regret putting my own thing on hold I regret thinking I wasn't fully ready. Um, and so what I did after that, I kind of took it as my chance to um, to restart my own thing. And that time when I started, I decided I wanted to help other coaches who have these certifications, but they don't know how to market and and do business online and get clients and take everything that I've gotten to learn and, and combine my two loves into that. So that's kind of... Um, how I ended up doing what I'm doing. And I've been doing that for about three, three years now. It was around 2017 ish when all this stuff went down. So you were in um, LA in 2017. Yeah.
0: 2017? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So we were actually pretty close to each other. then.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: I mean, oh, I'm here in San Diego. Uh, yeah. But we didn't okay. know each other then. Yeah. And, and did we meet through B school? That- no, um,
1: I've never done B school, but I do love her. She's awesome. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Marie Forleo. She's yeah. great. So we cross paths, I think though, with some like-minded people in that area and somehow we, you know, I, I saw yeah. you, I started following you, um, your Facebook page, all of that. That's been, mm-hmm. you know, but I love what you're saying here about, you know, those fears and, you know, it's like, am I ready? Am I ready? And, and we hold ourselves back so much. So, okay. So you start to realize this and you're starting to break out because you've got a lot of negative going on there at the same
1: time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I was a bit of a mess. Um, I would go on, I, I had, I felt like I had to rebuild myself. I would, and you know, this is not, to be honest, looking back, it's like, it really, it, it's not a big deal, honestly, but I was being dramatic. It and feels so, like and, it, though, it at feels, the time. I mean, yeah. it's heavy. It is. It is. And, you know, and I was just questioning, you know, you get in that reflective place, like, could I have been different or could I have done something else or it, was I wrong to do this? Or And so I would um, go on hikes in California and listen to, at the time, what my thing was. I have a po- I'm a podcast junkie. I love everything. But at the time, I was really into School of Greatness with Lewis House, And so I would listen oh, yeah. to that, and I would just cry on my hikes with sunglasses on. <laughs> and I was just like I trying to figure that. out what I was going to do. He would
0: probably love that story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he was my buddy. He was my walking buddy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and so, it, but it, what, it kind of lit a fire in me too. I always think we can use every situation as something that either ignites us, lights us up, and causes us to, to respond in a way that's empowering, or it could have been a, a real chance for me to just say, well, I'm the victim here and I'm just going to feel bad for myself and, and that yeah. kind of thing. Well, you know, that's kind
0: of um, not to go in another direction, but I, I can't help but take what you just said and bring to everyone's attention where we are right now, with. This virus, and you know, I just love that uh, you kind of were reaching out, and we we connected, and and I'm just trying to take the inspiration that I have inside of me is so big and so great, and I I just want to help other people with it. You know, it's yeah. like, hey. You can do this if I can come out of my darkness and my difficulty and my crying and my whatever you know, so can you and yeah. and I think we have to empower ourselves even now in the midst of this and help one another and it's like, okay, you have more time on your hands right now for those that are not working, um, maybe they may have lost their regular jobs or whatever it is, and um, what are you going to do with it
1: absolutely i I agree, and I know it's it is immediately when this whole thing happened with the virus and seeing the stock market and all of that, my mind forced, I didn't like the way I responded at first, meaning, you know, I always try to practice what I preach and be all, you know, I'm very into personal development. I'm always looking to see the silver lining, et cetera. But my mind went with uncontrolled, like I had to Bring my attention back to where I wanted it to be, but my mind went to the worst-case possible scenario that has not happened, right? Yes. Of course, our brains tend to try to protect us and be like, okay, so the world's ending. Um, we're, at, you know, everybody's gonna be stuck at home forever, et cetera. And and the truth is, sure, you can you can take yourself to that place and imagine. Well, what would I do? What if that happened? How would I respond? What you know? But at the same time, you're kind of you're really not setting yourself up for success when you stay in that place. We have to get to a place of day by day, moment right. by moment. Here's what's happening. My reality does not prove right now that things are terribly right. you know, wrong. Like I'm still, I'm still working. I'm still right. doing everything. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I think a lot of, we all have this uncertainty right now right. and we have uncertainty every. Single day. It's just right now we're all realizing, like, oh yeah, life is very precious. We should be grateful for everything we have every day. Yeah, oh, yeah. everybody's in uncertainty right now. Like, so we're all just kind of, I guess, naked together. <laughs> <laughs> right. And yeah. wondering, like, you know, how do, how do we want to respond and react?
0: Yeah. Well, I, I like what you're saying there too, because it's part of the, what I talk about a lot. That mindset. So I think it's beautiful that you acknowledged that you didn't like how you initially responded. Also that you acknowledged that you were, you know, climbing, uh, walking trails, you know, in LA or wherever you were, the outskirts of LA, you know, with Lewis crying behind your son, like, like you're acknowledging that. And so I always try to encourage people, like it's okay to feel like you should yeah. feel. But then it's like, what are you going to do after that? So I always say acknowledge it, but then put it in a little, I always say a bubble, but you can put it on the shelf or wherever and go, okay, I, I don't like how that feels, but yeah. it's okay that I feel that, but I don't want to stay in that place. you know. So not letting the, um, the story start. And I'm always doing this like little thing, you know, like there's this little guy here and this little guy here and they, you know, so do you know what I'm talking about? Wrestling with the stories that you create.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the worst thing at the end of the day that can happen to us is a feeling or we die, (laughs) which we don't know anyways, probably. So the worst case is we get, we feel completely disheveled. We feel grief. We feel lost. We feel, and every person has been, there's been a lot of people who've been able to get through that or manage it, right? So I think it's just, we have to become okay at acknowledging, A, acknowledging it's okay to have feelings, but B, know that that's that's life. Like half the time we're going to feel great and excited and half the time we're going to, and the bigger the, like right now we're facing a lot of what we would call contrast, right? A lot of, it's a little darker than usual, but how does does every good innovation, how does every upside, it always comes after a downside, right? Right. That's how cyclical. So um, I just try to remember that. Yeah, for sure. And so I, I actually
0: think that's a perfect segue into you know or kind of going a little bit back to that whole business development where we don't think we're ready we um i I think i read on your website and i know this oh so well imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. Um, people are going to think i you know what other people think i think that's one of the biggest things is that we allow ourselves to create this story about what other people think and by the way i think we should also acknowledge that not everybody's gonna like us. They're just not. Yeah. And that's okay. But how do you encourage your clients to, to take the step and be confident with it?
1: Yeah, well, I think there's a few things. First, I think it is important to feel competent in what you're doing and confident in what you're doing. And if you just feel, because you have a, maybe a lack of experience or you're still getting certified or whatever, I think part of that is you just have to get out in the field, get out in the arena and do things before you feel ready and get some practice because that's how confidence is created. But when it comes to the imposter syndrome or like, I'm not worthy to be doing this, I'm going to put it off. I think we need to ask ourselves, what don't I see? Because so often, and we have to get in the habit of asking ourselves daily, what's right with me? What's right in the world? What's, why What am I good at? And also, um, what BS am I going to put in front of my face today and acknowledge that's just BS and not truly true, right? So Mm -hmm. I think um, when it comes to how to actually like break the habit of caring too much, so much about what other people think that you don't follow through on your your plans for what you want to be doing, is ask yourself those questions daily in a journal if you can, and little by little give yourself little comfort zone time blocks, like where you're going to bust through that, and then give yourself time zone time to go back into your co- retreat, hide, be like, Oh my god, I just did that, ah, and <laughs> don't worry about it by yourself, right? So, um, that's one thing, the other thing is I really love the book Finish by John A. Cuff. And in that book, he talks about how you have to, an idea that is perfect in your head, if it just stays in your head, it's useless. But Mm -hmm. if you take an idea and it's imperfect and you put it out into the world, it's 10 times better because it's out there. And he talks about how you have to accept sometimes in the beginning, you're gonna have B plus work. You're not gonna be, because I work with a lot of perfectionists too. And of course, what they do is they, overanalyze, overthink before they do anything. It has to be perfect. And the truth is every first is gonna probably not be that good. At your first podcast interview, your first discovery call, and are you willing to accept that and do it anyways? So we have to move forward with the fear, with the imposter syndrome. I'm not the one who will say, oh yeah, you, you'll just get rid of imposter syndrome one day. I think it'll always be a little voice you have to manage Mm -hmm. And every new level of success that you hit, you're going to have a new imposter syndrome. Like Oprah probably still has some thoughts that she's, you know, not good enough where she needs, you know, to do things a different way. So I don't think it ever goes away. And I think we just have to accept and hear it and observe it Mm -hmm. and not let it stop us.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a new challenge. If we're not challenged, I, I think we would become stale also. And I think that's maybe a way to look at it is when you start feeling that, again, going back to it's okay to recognize it. It's okay to go, oh, I don't like how that feels. And then kind of go back to that journal or whatever those steps are and go, okay, how I, I have a process that's worked in the past. Let me let me apply this, or maybe there's a new process you need to, um, or new step you want to, um, you know, apply, and that's okay too, to change it up. But ultimately, just accepting that you're going to have those challenging, weird feelings every now and then, and then, like you said, like managing that and
1: yeah.
0: trusting in a process that sometimes can actually take a little time too.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think there's, um, I mean, we always, all it is, is there's always facts. Like there's always, I've been coaching only for one month or I have, um, you know, I've never done a Facebook live before, etc. All those things are facts. But what we tend to do is we think that a fact about ourselves is, well, I suck at Facebook lies, or I am so shy. I'm a shy person. My identity is shy. So I can't do that. Right. Okay. And so we need to separate the facts from your thoughts about the facts. And okay. what most people do is they never take the time to, to separate that and ask what else is true. Okay. Um, and that's where we tend to think that we get caught up in identifying ourselves a certain way when we, we don't necessarily have to.
0: Yeah. And then we, and then we're not moving forward. We're not, you know, it it popped into my head uh, with everybody being at home. I was getting requests for uh, fitness classes because Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a life. I like to call myself a lifestyle coach because I try to help people have a new lifestyle. And I'm not talking about lifestyles of the rich and famous. I'm talking about a lifestyle with, with your heart and, and your mindset so it's a, a lifestyle coaching but i also teach a lot of fitness and i'm fortunate to be um a fitness director at a one of the top 10 um health spas in the world wow yeah i'm very i'm, I'm super grateful for that what's the health spa uh Calabi. cool okay. yeah check it out it's it's really beautiful very french and we have wow. some pretty amazing people that come there um uh Rita Wilson was there recently. Wow! how yeah, fun. It's really it's really cool. So um, amazing people. But the point being is that I think I think sometimes too, the fact is, oh wait, I am capable. I do have knowledge. And to remember, like you said, like what are the things I do know? What is it that mm-hmm. is right with me that I'm pretty confident about and, and being able to build upon that. So when people started asking me, hey, we need some classes online, you know, and they started messaging me and I'm like, okay, I I don't have this like amazing studio set up here, but I can make it work. And next thing you know, I've got a class full of people. I've got all these people emailing me like, hey, keep me posted on your schedule. And what I love, and then people writing and saying, oh, you're so inspiring, but actually they're inspiring me. Like, I'm yeah. like, wait, you're inspiring me to do more and to not feel like I have to have this beautiful, glamorous studio. No, mm-hmm. I can work in the space I have, play with it, uh, test it out a little
1: bit, and then go. Totally. I love that. Yes. Yeah. And most people don't realize that you probably had those thoughts. Like, I've <laughs> had, I, I love when people say to me, like, you're such a natural at speaking. I'm like, no, I practiced in a mirror forty five times. I was shaking, and I was really nervous, like totally <laughs> right So we just yeah. think, we see everybody else, and we tend to be like, "Wow, they got it together." But what you really don't know is the hours they spent practicing or the thoughts that they had before doing the live, like my space isn't cool enough or whatever. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And and to go
0: to speaking, I get a lot of the same information and I'm so grateful for that, but I'm a member of the, one of the top Toastmasters clubs here in San Diego and I am practicing and practicing and I have, You know, there was an opening for a speech tomorrow night and I grabbed it. I'm like, yeah, you know, I made a commitment to myself every time I can speak and I've I've done some keynotes and, and I do those things too, but I want to be really the best I can be, the best communicator um, and inspiration that I can possibly be. And in order to do that, I have to practice and I have to learn. So absolutely like, yeah, you, you get in there and you dig in and you learn. I love it. So let's then move to uh, how do you work with your clients? Like, what are you looking for? What are the types of people that are, that you think, you know, are a good fit? Because I want to make sure that I share that information. I want to help you, but I want to help them, you know, as, as much as possible. And maybe you could talk about that a little bit. And then what is it that you do? Like, what do you, maybe the top three things that you think are super important?
1: yeah I appreciate that. Um, I work mainly so I've worked with a little bit of everybody. however, my main clients are health coaches or life coaches, and under that falls fitness mindset, et cetera um, however, i've also worked with virtual assistants, real estate agents, etc, on their social media, their sales, and their business like marketing and mindset so the way I describe it is, I call it, um, we grow your business the fast way, F-A-S-T, and I don't mean that like, oh, overnight you're going to be explode or anything. I mean it in the sense that it's an acronym that I can explain for everybody. Yeah, please do. And I mean it um, in a way that it's just a sustainable framework that will allow you to get focused on the right things to grow your business quicker than if you were distracted and doing downloading all the free trainings under the sun and trying to piece everything together and that kind of thing. So the F stands for followers. And what I mean by that is not having, you know, millions of Instagram followers or being an influencer. What I mean by that is you need in your online business a constant full pipeline. You need people booking calls with you if you're a coach and, and that's how you talk about your coaching programs. You need a trickling of people joining your Facebook group regularly. Like, you just need eyeballs on your stuff. That's part of what is going to help you know your conversion rates, et cetera. The A stands for action. So, we need to have your ideal client pinned down and what they need and want. And make sure that when you're putting out content, when you are marketing yourself and and doing things either organically or paid, that people are triggered enough it's urgent enough for them to take action the s stands for sales and what i mean by that is we have to get you over your ideas that selling is bad Um, yeah we have to make sure that you have a sales process a lot of people just email back and forth or they don't have the things that they need um and so it makes it harder to close a sale we also talk about overcoming common concerns and objections. And I see sales, like um, coaching people through objections as actually coaching. Like a lot of, we have limiting beliefs and things that keep us from doing something that maybe we feel a little voice in our head to do, but we're afraid or we, you know, things like that. So I really help them work through that. And then T stands for um, transformation and time management. So transformation is not just what your clients' transformation needs to be, so we'll work a little bit on you know, is your package up it, it aligned with what your ideal clients need, um, and what are the results you provide, but transformation that you're going to have to go through to step into being a CEO, being your own, you know, boss and leading your days, etc., and the time management piece is how you, how you spend your time, what, where should you spend your time? Cause there's so many things we could be doing with TikTok and Pinterest and, you know, we see everybody else doing a certain thing. So we run to go do that. And so I try to get you guys or get my clients focused on structure and, you know, we're going to get you client building activities, your sales process and your marketing out there.
0: I love that. And you hit on something that I think is one of the biggest barriers. And I know it has been for me in the past is that kind of going back to the mindset of not believing that what you have is important enough to help other people and that people should pay for it. Yeah. And and being okay with that. Cause I think sometimes there's this little feeling of, you know, uh, marketing yourself and feeling bad about that which is not how you should feel like it's okay to make money but then also remembering that that gift you have that information you have that passion or whatever it's gonna help somebody and I had it happened uh, not long ago actually somebody was really pushing me I mean it's been uh, quite quite a while but Um, maybe a year ago or something and someone was pushing me to do more I've been wanting to start my podcast I hadn't yet and I've had it out there now for a few months but um, they said it two different people that didn't know each other said this in less than 24 hours and Mm. it was something along the lines of you are actually and this may sound kind of weird but they're like you're actually being selfish by not sharing your story like you're holding that in, and while you may not yeah. mean to be selfish, if your intention is to help people, then help people. Yeah, tell them your
1: story, get out there, and don't be afraid to do that. I mean, how do you how do you feel yeah. about that? I love that. I do believe if you are, for example, it's like if somebody around you is bleeding and you have a band aid in your pocket would you like, why wouldn't you offer them the (laughs) bandaid? You know, I mean, and, and it's the same thing. Like it's a disservice to, um, people who might need to hear your message, just like you said, to, to keep that bottled up. And I also think we all, we all tend to think, well, I'm, it's all about me. Like I'm nervous. I'm, I don't want to share that part of me. I, I, whatever I need to seem I want to look cool. Right. But the thing is, um, when you're saying that you are being selfish and it's not about you, it's like if I, so I sing in a, um, events band on the weekend, I sing in a cover oh, band. Well, wow. yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I used to get really nervous. Right. And so, but I realized that's super selfish for me to get nervous when I'm getting paid to be like an entertainer and be good at what I'm doing. If I let nerves, Stop me and make my voice shaky and make me not want to talk to anyone. Like, then well, I'm being a I'm being selfish and I'm doing it's a like work. You're internalizing job. it. Yeah, yeah like I'm not all doing the job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so serving is is the way that you can turn that around. And I have a free. Um, if you really struggle with sales, I have a free sales journal and a little bit of guidance on how to shift that, how to shift to place of serving and selling with soul. So it's at Haleyrow.com slash sales hyphen journal. Um, and that's H-A-I-L-E-Y Rowe, dot ecom slash sales hyphen journal. So feel free to check that out too.
0: Yeah, for sure. I want to make sure that we include all of your links. So um, before we talk about that though, and where to find you, can you share with us, at least one thing that you haven't told us yet some mistake that you made something relating to failure can you share something there Ooh, yes um i have You can do more of- than one if you want but- <laughs> <laughs> i have a lot of failures
1: um <laughs> me too you know i will tell you i'll tell you one that's actually really really recent um so I teamed up, we we were testing this. I teamed up with another um, consultant. She's more for wellness practitioners um, who are doctors or naturopaths and things like that. So we really complement each other's businesses. And we teamed up and we were gonna do a um, Q&A night. We thought it was a steal. I mean, we made it $97 for asking two hours of questions and how to market during this time of uncertainty, right? And What was the failure? It wasn't a failure because we did have uh, an an enrollment, but I personally, I think my main failure a lot of the time is I don't plan far enough in advance and I'm very scrappy and I don't, I didn't really do that much to promote it. (laughs) And both of us, we kind of got tied up with everything going on and helping our own clients and just like, we just didn't plan. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and that happens, so, yeah. therefore it didn't do that well. Right. And so I think it's important to like, even as somebody, because what, what my clients see in me is like, you know, there's things I book clients quite often, like things I, my group grows every week. Like I have a podcast, all this stuff, but they don't see like that. Even I, even though this is my full-time job, like I still have failures. I still have people who say no to me. I still have all of that stuff on a regular basis. Um, so I think it's just mainly being a human and saying, well, what can I do better next time and, and learn from this? Well, yeah. I mean, that's it. If we don't have
0: the failures, we're not learning. I always say I'm a lifetime student mm-hmm. and I love that. And my mindset was not always in this place, but I it is now. And I just, I did that so much because I'm like, wow, what am I going to get to learn today? And, and I, you know, I went from this place of being really frustrated and hard on myself for making mistakes to now, and this may sound crazy, but I'm actually grateful because I don't, I don't learn anything otherwise. Now, obviously in order to be your best self, you have to take that information and and apply it in a good way.
1: Mm -hmm. You
0: know, that's kind of, you know, part of the purpose, but um, I had, Someone even questioned my authenticity recently in, yeah, in the sense of, because I'm, my heart, and this may sound corny, but my heart is truly filled with joy. Like I, yes, of course I have moments. Yes, I have uncertainty even now. Yes, there are things going on in my life all the time, but I choose to live in this place of Joy and trusting, and I'm I just don't like being in a bad mood. Not to say I never am, but I I typically am only in a bad mood with myself, I I don't take that to other people. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: but so that's why they were questioning my authenticity because they're like, it's okay to have a bad day. I'm like, yeah, I know, (laughs) I know, and I do, but I choose to not bring that to everyone else in my life. You know, I'll deal with those things however I need to
1: yeah well i'll i'll tell i mean i totally get what you're saying there because i um i've always you know i've i've had a very great i'm very grateful for my life (laughs) like it's i love life and i have had a lot of times where in singing like growing up i would go on auditions and stuff where i i um once i tried out for america's got talent and um yeah it was a lot of fun and, and stuff but they've always tried to dig out, like, what's wrong? with, Like, what's your biggest, darkest moments? You know, were you like, traumatized and bullied and lived on a street? Like, and, and I'll yeah. be honest with you. Like, yeah, I, there were times where with my music, I did get some um, negative feedback and some mean girls. Right. And things like that. But like, I never, I don't, dr- I don't try to, A, I don't try to like, well, remember it. (laughs) (laughs) uh, And B, I don't have like a, I don't really have something super dark, like a traumatic, I'm very grateful, right? So Mm -hmm. I think sometimes like, um, people maybe see that and think, well, she's not sharing, you know, whatever. Or also, um, what was the other thing? Oh, just recently, whenever somebody like, because I get what probably happened with that person who's like, okay, come on. Like, aren't you suffering? <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> right. is, it's, it's, a, it's a mirror. It's like, you know, one of my clients said to me, I found out why sometimes I'm like irritated that you go live so much. <laughs> and it's because, and it's because I don't do it <laughs> It's because I haven't made it a habit yet. And the reason why it was going live anyways, she didn't see the full picture because I was thinking about doing Facebook ads. And so you have to go live like every day on Facebook, if on your page, if you're going to consider doing ads, at least if you want to be looking at your insights and stuff. So what on the outside, she just sees, wow, Haley has her stuff together. She's going live every day. But on the inside, she didn't know like, well, my goals are different. My goals are, I think I want might, to, I might want to use Facebook ads. So I'm going to test this out. And versus she didn't need to do that at the time in her journey, like it didn't make sense for her to go live every day, but she, it was like a little trigger for her and it's such a silly example, but it, it just goes to show us like, and she was like, and I also can't get mad at you. Cause I know how hard you work and I just, and I know that, you know, like whatever. So it was like this chat that was interesting to me because it's the same thing with me. When I look at other coaches sometimes I'll see them doing something and I'm like, Oh my gosh, why am I not doing that? I'm like, (laughs) but then I'm like, well, that's not my goal. Like I don't, I don't, I'm, my goal is not to be a YouTuber influencer person. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I think
0: that's a great point is that we don't know. um, We don't know what's going on with someone else. We don't know their goal. We don't know their whole story. There's so much we don't know. And we tend to, I see a lot of people living in that, that little space as well, which kind of goes back to those little stories. You're creating stories that aren't even true. They're not even real. I mean, we know Brene Brown talks a lot about this. Like they're not, Mm -hmm. it's your, uh, Mel Robbins, I think she might talk about that too, but it's just not even real. And to stay, yeah, it's good to know what's going on out there and be inspired by it but to not be criticizing yourself by it or judging yourself.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, okay, I love that. So um, in a second, um, I I do want you to tell us your links and I'm going to put links obviously when I post this, I'll make sure it's available and that sort of thing. Um, And and I wanna circle back there in one second, but before we do, and I'm really gonna put you on the spot with something and if you don't wanna do it, it's okay. Okay, can you
1: sing us a note? <laughs> oh boy! I haven't been asked this on a podcast before. Let me think. um hmm, hmm, okay, let me think of a of a song we do in my in my band quite often um, hmm. I'm trying. To, I'm drawing a blank.
0: Thank you. Take your time. So, what is your your like a, one of your favorites? Like, oh, I love it
1: when we do this song. Uh, I like the Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. Okay, <laughs> so can you, can you sing us a little bit of that? Yes, you sure. Yeah, I want to dance with somebody, with somebody who loves me. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Thank you so much. I just
0: couldn't help but ask for that. Okay, you have been yeah. I like the little t- plot twist. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You've been amazing, and I just want to thank you. I feel an emotional attachment uh, now that I know you a little more, and I appreciate what you're doing for other people, and and just trying to help people to live the lives they want to live, you know, and encouraging them and doing it in a really smart way. I think that's beautiful. So I have one more question and then I want you to tell us all of your links. But my question is right now in this, and you touch on this a little bit, but we are in this kind of uncertain place Mm -hmm. and people have, you know, maybe they were about ready to launch their online course or they were about ready to do something. And now they're like, oh, I feel guilty asking people for money right now. Mm -hmm. How
1: would you respond to that? Do you have any advice on that? Yes, I have been thinking about this a lot lately. And I have, I mean, I understand both sides, but I I don't see myself ever as asking for money. I'm giving something back that has an impact in somebody's life. For a very long time, or if like they're a different person, a lot of times more confident, uh, more clear, better at their work, etc. After we work together, so I don't see myself ever as asking for money. Um, The second thing is, if you stop selling, if you stop doing what you put on this your life's work, how the heck are you? You're just becoming part of the problem. The problem is unemployment or uh, you know a lot going on right and so if you just check out and stop serving and stop seeing your stuff as valuable um, you're just adding to the problem so instead be a part of the solution and keep supporting local businesses keep growing your business it's your duty and responsibility to to you know take care of yourself your family your community um, your team right so find different ways, sure, to bring value if what you see, what, what your program is, is not bringing value right now in current conditions. That might be a true thing to look at. Like maybe your thing's not relevant right now and maybe you need to make a few small changes, but don't stop. Don't fire yourself from your own job because that's part <laughs> right. of the reason why you created it in the first place and so you don't have to get fired, right? So I love, I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love that, that it's
0: almost when you were saying that I felt like the instructor coming out of me, you know, and coming out and you like, no, keep going. You've got this. Come on. But, but it's really true. And you use some beautiful words, value yourself. You're helping other people. You're giving back and you have to keep those key phrases and more just right there at all times with you and in your heart and in your soul. And you, you, it's not it's not like you're trying to brainwash yourself. It's like, this is true. But I also love that you said, no, you might have to rethink how you're doing it if it's not relevant. Mm -hmm. But, you know, because we want to be wise about it, because that's how people will see the
1: value as well. Right. It's like um, Blockbuster. Blockbuster didn't think they had to change their way they were giving value. And so then therefore they went out of business, right? So same thing with us. If, and if you're a business owner, that's part of our job in any conditions, always paying attention to totally. what's needed. How can I support people? What value can I bring? Um, so it's no different right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I mean, Blockbuster could have become
0: BlockFlix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the Netflix, but anyway, happy for Netflix, whatever. But yeah, absolutely. Okay. So um, I want to thank you. But before we sign off, can you tell us all the links? Like, where do we need to go? You gave us the one link for that worksheet, yeah. I believe. But, welcome to re- you know, where do we need to go? And then
1: again, I'll post these. Yeah, I would say definitely join us in the free Health Coach Nation Facebook group. Um, It's just facebook.com slash groups slash Health Coach Nation and check out the Health Coach Nation podcast. And if you guys want to overcome those sales fears, it is up at, uh, the sales journal is up at hayleyrow.com slash sales hyphen journal. And if you want to connect with me live privately, either for a virtual coffee date, phone call, whatever, um, you can contact me at info at and that's my email. So, uh, H A I L E Y R O W com. And usually what I do on my free intro calls is we overcome one laser focus. You know, we laser focus on one problem you're having in your business and give you a few initial action steps to solve it. So thank okay. you. I, I just want to say, first of all, I love, I'm, I've been on a few podcasts, um, but I love your questions and I love okay. I can just tell you practice what you preach, you just exude light. And um, I really enjoyed being a guest on this
0: podcast. Oh, Thank you so much. Well, this has been a blast. I can't wait till we talk again. But in the meantime, keep crushing it out there. Help all of us. We need you. And uh, we just I'm just so grateful for you. I appreciate your time today.
1: Thank you. Thank you. See ya. All right
0: thank you so much for listening to my podcast if you want to message me please go to my website kiraoliver.com and send me a message you can also find me on facebook at kira oliver and on instagram at kira oliver Thanks, guys. And don't forget to go pick up a copy of my book, Eight Ways of Being, How to Motivate Yourself to Live Happy and Free every day. It's on Amazon. Check it out. Share this podcast.
1: Thank you. Ciao.